Hello, gardeners, and welcome. I am Louisa Pringle Cameron from Charleston, South Carolina, and I'm introducing a new podcast called The Charleston Gardener with the help of my friend Daniel Patrick, whom you may know from his wildly popular podcast, Mandolins and Beer. Lisa, how's it going this morning? Oh, it's great. Beautiful spring day, cool, yeah. perfect for gardening. Such a difference from yesterday. Yesterday was a scorcher. It was a scorcher. <laughs> My plants told me so. I had to get out there and water them. <laughs> so tell me, what got you started as a gardener? Family. My grandfather was a dedicated and talented gardener, and my mother, when she had time, enjoyed puttering in the backyard. She loved camellias, sasanquas, spring bulbs, and iris. When I was quite young, Grandfather used to pay me a penny a bug to pick Japanese beetles off of his roses as I followed him while he pruned and cut bouquets. I loved to gather bunches of the brilliant nasturtiums that were planted around his square rose beds, and I wanted to grow my own. Grandfather gave me my first book on gardening, which was a local booklet with a monthly planting guide, and off I went. What made you decide to start a podcast? Well, earlier in the month, I was showing a small group around our garden to benefit the historic Charleston Foundation. The visitors asked so many questions and were so interested in our plants that I casually remarked that maybe I should start a podcast, and they agreed. (laughs) Well, you've also, you're, you're an accomplished author, so tell us about your books. Well, I've written three books on Charleston Gardens, The Private Gardens of Charleston, The Secret Gardens of Charleston, and Charleston City of Gardens. The last book, requisitioned and published in 2018 by the University of South Carolina Press, includes some of Charleston's lovely parks and old cemeteries, as well as a few gardens off of the peninsula. Individual gardeners tell the stories of their efforts, including their trials, tribulations, and successes. Latin and common names are included in the indices. Each book describes tiny courtyard oases, formal gardens perfect for entertaining, and unusual gardens that invite exploration and close inspection. Do you give local talks? I do. Because of the books, I've given dozens of slide talks locally and as far west as Fort Worth, Texas, and as far north as Rumson, New Jersey. Last month, I gave a virtual talk on the history of gardening in Charleston, which I plan to showcase in a later podcast or two. I just retired, but for 25 years, I was a licensed tour guide for the city of Charleston with an emphasis on garden tours. I was volunteering for the historic Charleston Foundation, and they needed a guide who was knowledgeable about the plants people would see on walking tours. So I got the required license and thoroughly enjoyed being part of showing visitors our beautiful city. Tell me about what listeners are going to hear every week. Well, in addition to the main program, I want to feature a plant that is either blooming or fruiting the week of the podcast. Lastly, I hope to give listeners a bit of advice on what they might want to be doing in their gardens now. Well, that sounds extremely helpful. What other ideas do you have for future episodes? Oh, there's so many things to talk about, people to interview, and places to visit. A partial list includes local nurseries, large and small, tours of public and private gardens, strolls through churchyards and cemeteries identifying plant material, interviewing landscape architects and garden designers, shade gardening, home vegetable gardens, local plant societies, noisette roses, the first class of roses in America, tools, growing plants from seed, propagating, 
the city of Charleston's agricultural team in the greenhouses, Hampton Park's perennials, gardening with the grandchildren, and care of specific plants such as the camellia and on and on. Oh, that's incredible. Now, this is a personal question that I also actually find very interesting, but do you grow vegetables at home? Absolutely. We have a formal garden designed by my husband of over 40 years, Price Cameron, who's also a gardener. But I have an area way in the back that gets just enough sun for most of what I grow. Right now, we still have collards, lots of different herbs, Swiss chard, and radishes. I have tomatoes both in pots and in the flower beds. One of my most successful crops has been a mix of buttery lettuces that I planted as a spring border that's about six feet long and one plant wide. I pick lettuce every morning. I've recently started beans, cucumbers, summer squash, dill, and arugula from seed and purchased plants of a grafted German Johnson tomato, a fairy eggplant, and a blueberry bush that is meant to grow well in a pot. The vegetables are probably my greatest challenge, but so are some of the flowers due to roots from the vines that decoratively cover our walls, roots from the crepe myrtles that line the perimeter of our urban garden, and the many flowering shrubs that help form the bones of the garden. So, over the next couple of weeks, I plan to tell you a brief history of gardening in this 350-year-old city, and I look forward to sharing with you the many aspects of gardening in the coastal south. This week's plant of the week is the amaryllis, which I noticed blooming in profusion all along the front garden, down the driveway, and around the mailbox of a suburban home. It was eye-stopping. Amaryllises originated in South America and are usually grown as houseplants, but are easily grown outside in our climate, with the individual blooms lasting three to seven days. They come in a wide range of reds, pinks, oranges, and white, and there's a plethora of information on the internet about where to purchase them and how to grow them in sun or part shade. And to close this week, according to several sources, it is now a good time to sow coreopsis, marigold, zinnias, and other summer flowering seeds directly in the soil where you want them to grow. Lastly, as Benjamin Disraeli said, how fair is a garden amid the trials and passions of existence? <laughs>